This is the old Trailblazer broadcast. Pastor Albert Pendarvis riding out on old Dan, blazing the path to the hearts of sinners. And we're happy to be with you folks. We bring you these studies now on divine healing, true and false. And we want to look at this time at divine healing as a gift. I want to call your attention to that expression that we saw, gifts of healing, G-I-F-T-S. Paul talked about the gift of wisdom, G-I-F-T. The gift of knowledge, G-I-F-T. The gift of faith, the gift of prophecy, and others. But when he came to the gift of healing, he said, I want you to notice now, listen. I want you to notice, he said, gifts, G-I-F-T-S, of healings, H-E-A-L-I-N-G-S, by the same spirit. That word gifts is plural, and the word healing is plural. In 1 Corinthians 12, 28, he again refers to it as the gifts of healing. Now, let's notice 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 28. The gifts of healing. The word there is plural, and it's the same Greek word used back there in the ninth verse. That's plural in the Greek. Then in the 30th verse again, he refers to it as the gifts of healing. He did not say the gift, G-I-F-T, but he used the plural, the gifts of healing. G-I-F-T-S. Of H-E-A-L-I-N-G-S. Both words are plural. Both of them are plural. Now, nowhere does he speak of any other gifts in the plural. Gift of faith, gifts of wisdom, none of those. He says gifts of healing. What's the difference, you say, between the gift of healing and the gifts of healing? Here's the difference. First, the Holy Spirit never has. I want you to hear this now. This is the difference maybe in where you'll spend eternity. The Holy Spirit never has, never will give the gift of healing to any individual. He always gives, when he does, the gifts of healing, which means that whenever it will glorify the Lord God of heaven, the Holy Spirit will give the gift of healing to that individual for a particular case, and when that particular case is over, the gift is withdrawn. Now, that's an eye-opener, isn't it? You want me to go back and state that again? Do you want me to give you that again? Listen, listen. Here's the difference. The Holy Spirit never has, never will give the gift of healing to any individual. Now, my friend, I don't care what you say. Well, he has the gift. No, he doesn't. He always gives, when he does, the gifts of healing, which means that whenever it will glorify the Lord God of heaven, the Holy Spirit will give the gift of healing to that individual for a particular case, and when that particular case is over, the gift is withdrawn. Now listen, that's the reason Paul didn't heal everybody he came into contact with. That's the reason that a born-again individual cannot pray for every individual to be healed. You see, the Holy Spirit knows the will of the Father. The Holy Spirit knows the will of the Father, according to Romans 8.27. And if it's God's will to heal that individual... He'll give you or me the gift to pray and trust the Lord for healing that that individual. Then he withdraws that gift until it pleases him again to do the same thing. And I wish you'd let that soak in. That's not hard to understand, is it? No, that's God's word. And when you teach another otherwise, you're flying in the face of God's word. These face healers will never say if it's God's will because they teach it that it's always God's will. To heal everyone if they'll only believe. Now, that's contrary to God's word. So you see, my friend, how far we've come, how far we've drifted apart from the word of God. 
and how far that we've gone off today on a tangent on the subject of divine healing. As we have seen from God's Word, divine healing is a gift or gifts of healing. Let's notice further that divine healing is not a gospel, nor is it a part of the gospel. No more than the gift of discernment of spirits is a, depart, is a part of the gospel, or gift of knowledge is a part of the gospel, or the gift of prophecy is a part of the gospel. Is there, if there is a gospel of healing, then you could rightly say there's a gospel of faith, a gospel of knowledge, a gospel of miracles. Why single out healing and make that a part of the gospel or make it a gospel at all? The gifts of healing is of the Holy Spirit, just like the gift of faith is of the Holy Spirit. Do you see how far folks have gone astray on that, my friend, in this modern day that you and I live in? Oh, don't get mad with me, my friend. Don't get mad with me. Don't get mad with God's Word. Now let's notice again. What is the gospel? When we speak of the gospel, what does the Bible mean? In Romans 1.1, it's called the gospel of God because God is the source of the gospel. Then in Romans 1.9, it's called the gospel of His Son. In Romans 1.16, it's spoken of as the gospel of Christ. This is because Christ died on the cross as a sinner's substitute. Can I stop right there and ask you, do you have a substitute? The Bible says, the soul that sinneth, it shall die. Did you know that man comes into this world as a sinner? Loaded down with sin when he comes to the age of accountability. And that sin has to be paid for, my friend. You have a, you have a load of sin. It's, it belongs to you. It's a load uh, that you bear and that you cannot get rid of by yourself. It has to be paid for. Do you know what Christ died for, my friend? He went there in the garden. I was just reading that verse this morning. It said, if it could be thy will, let this cup pass from me. Do you know what he meant there? I never knew that. For many, many years in my younger days, I wondered what that cup meant. My friend, when the Lord looked into that cup, he saw the sins of all of God's elect. That, that mountain of sin, that pyramid of sin, that, oh, my friend. And he said, if it could be thy will, let this cup pass from him. Because he knew that he was going to Calvary to pay for the sins of all of God's elect. And he said, if it could be thy will, let this cup pass from me. Can you praise the Lord for that, my friend? I praise the Lord that Christ Jesus, my blessed Lord, paid my sin debt in full. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't have to uh, do anything, my friend. No, my sins are gone. We sing that song here, my sins are gone. And then I mention oftentimes on, the, on my broadcast here that there's not one sin Rested against me in heaven, one past sin, one present sin, nor one future sin. Why? Because I've been washed clean. The Bible says, though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be white as snow. That's what mine are. Did you know the Lord can't see my sin? He can't. He can't. One time in a, in a little young boy's Sunday school class, a little young teacher, a little teenager, quizzing his boys, and he said, Boys, is there anything that God can't see? And they kind of looked at each other, kind of quizzical-like, roundabout, one or the other. Finally, way in the back, a little old ragamuffin back there held up his arm. And he said, okay, Johnny, what is it? He said, Mr. Teacher, he can't see my sins because they're under the blood. Don't that make you, don't that bless your heart? Little old fella, we don't know where he found that out. 
Oh, my friend, he said, he can't see my sins, Mr. Teacher, because they're under the blood. We sang a song here, under the blood of Jesus, safe in the shepherd's fold. Under the blood of Jesus, safe though the ages roll. Safe though the worlds may crumble. Safe more the, though the stars may fall. I can't sing it, of course, but I, I, can, I can quote it for you. Safe though the, though the worlds grow dim. Safe though the worlds crumble. Safe though the stars grow dim. Safe because I'm secure in him, in Christ. In Pendarvis? No, sir. Uh-uh, no, no. I have folks that I know, whom I know, working their fingers to the bone, doing this, doing that, dipping up soup on a soup line, writing letters to go and see the sick. All those things are well and good, my friend, but they're not payment for your sins. No, no. What can you do, my friend? Nothing that you can do except cry out, Lord, Lord, have mercy upon me. I often tell our folks here, when old Peter was walking on the water out there, he was so, I, I don't know, Peter was kind of like most of us. He was brash, and he walked on the water. The Lord commanded him to come, and he was skipping across there pretty far. And all of a sudden, he began to look down, like you and I do, at those boisterous waves. And he began to sink. And he said, Lord, help. Lord, help. He didn't say, well, you know, Lord, I've been preaching the gospel for all these years and telling how Christ. No, he didn't say anything. Lord, help. And Lord, help. And sinner, awaken sinner, when you come to shut your mouth and ask the Lord to help you, he'll save you. When you quit running off at the mouth. Yes, right. That's right. We've often said here, some folks have diarrhea of the mouth. Can't shut up. Can't Just can't shut up. Take the blame. Shut up. Go out on the levee tonight and shut up and take the blame and look up to the star of heaven and say, Lord, help. Lord, I'm a goner. Lord, I'm a goner. Oh, I asked you this morning, tonight, wherever you are, maybe my old buddy's out there on the 18-wheeler. Maybe you headed down I-40. Oh, my friend, are you going to make it back home tonight? Eight more miles to Louisville? Oh, my friend, are you going to make it home tonight? The old trailblazer's concerned about you, trucker. Old trucker, are you going to make it home to the wife and family tonight? Are you headed by keeping it between them white lines? I see them here close to my home on the interstate. They're turning over and going in the woods all the time. Oh, my friend, don't do that. Come on to the Lord. Search your heart. Ask the Lord. Lord, search my heart. Am I saved? Ask, ask the Lord to search your heart. Give you that effectual call. He says, come unto me, all ye that labor. He don't mean... 18 hours on the road. He means you're laboring and wrestling with sin in your heart and life. Lord, I'm so weary. I'm so wretched. I'm so sinful. That's what he's talking about. Come on to Christ. He said, though your sins be as scarlet, old trucker, they shall be white as snow. Oh, my friend, listen, listen. He don't ask you to do one thing except trust him. Trust the Lord with all your heart and all your soul, and he'll save you. I guarantee you will. This is the old trailblazer broadcast. Pastor Albert Pendarvis, the old trailblazer. Kind of weary at this time. If you would, write me. My mailing address is post office box 1810 Walker, Louisiana 70785. And my website, radiomissions.org. And in our next study, I'm going to tell you how you can receive. We have nine full-length CDs of our radio choir singing. 
these old blood songs. And if I can't, if I remember to give it to you, give you that address. Or you write me and tell me, I'll send you that information. A list of all the songs that are on those CDs, old blood songs. The way of the cross leads home. Oh, my friend, just one after the other. Until next time, goodbye and God bless you.